Hey, can you hear yourself? Okay, I can't see none of your waves. Can you hear me now? Can you see my waves? Best part, I need you to talk into the microphone. Can you see the waves? Yeah, we're going to not record that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Saw the Crown Juice podcast. Been a long little minute, but it's all good. We're gonna bounce back like we never left. Got my girl Nick in here. What's up, y'all? I'm back in the beat. Bet, bet. You know what I'm saying? So, man, there's been a lot of things going down over the weeks. You know what I'm saying? That I've been wanting to touch bases to. But, you know, we live in this world now where shit only lasts for about a day and it's irrelevant in two more days. You know what I'm saying? So, people done moved on. Yeah, that's, that's how it go. So, speaking of stuff that didn't move down, but I'm still with it. Man, what you think about this fabulous and Emily B situation? In regards to the whole situation, I just feel like people need to mind their business. It's only so much that we've seen in the video. And it's like, it's they're celebrities. They're not going to put their entire lives. There's only so much that we've seen. People, oh, he knocked her teeth out. Where in the video do we see that he knocked her teeth out? We don't see that at all. I don't see that neither. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, I'm not an advocate of, of, of violence towards nobody. My thing is, with Fabulous, I like Fabulous. That's my dude. You know what I'm saying? It, and it's just it's just hard to swallow that somebody punched somebody in the face over seven times. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, you got to see the damage that that's going to do to the average hand. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really follow neither. Um, like that, I'm, I've never really been too much of a fan, but at the same time, like I said before, we don't know what happened in these people's lives. We only see what they're putting on the blogs. And at the same time, a lot of people want to hold TMZ accountable for a lot of things that they post and publish. And even TMZ makes mistakes. So sadly, these people's business, you know, yeah, it may be a reporting, but at the same time, it's none of our business. It's really not. Uh, it's a sad situation. That's my dude. To me, fabulous. Like, uh, and I ain't talking about dead rappers or nothing, but of living rappers, Fabulous to me is like my top five, my top five of best rappers out right now. So, I, you know, so I hate to see that situation. But, you know what I'm saying? I, I see people who done, who done completely switched up on Fabulous since the situation. That's with any situation. Any situation that go down, you can go hard for somebody, but because of your personal beliefs and because people are so quick to jump and believe the media, you don't turn your back on the person that you looked up to even as a kid. And that's and that's the sad thing about this world nowadays that the situation can happen and it doesn't require facts for you to mold you an opinion about the situation. You don't have to state any facts. You don't have to see anything factual or nothing and you already got an opinion on what happened and what you feel is best for it. Which, you know what I'm saying? And speaking of this situation, it brings me to another topic. I feel like, um, are we at a point where there's a double standard between men and women. It can be perfectly okay for a woman to be upset with a man and haul off and slap the shit out of him versus a man be upset with a woman and haul off and slap the shit out of her. So in my opinion, and I just, I really feel like not saying that it's okay for a woman because I feel like you, we've come to a point where there are women who they're starting to realize like, okay, 
a lot of these women, they're doing stuff just to be vindictive or because it's looked down on because a man, you know, put his hands on a woman. But you also have those women who are raising their kids. Like, it's not okay for you to hit a woman. But at the same time, if she's steadily, constantly putting your, her hands on you and she's trying to do harm to you, defend yourself. So, I mean, I'm, I feel like it's to the point where we're coming a lot further than where we were before when it comes to dealing with men as far as, you know, women putting their hands on them. Yeah, and I feel like that. I don't know. Like I, I could see a Jerry Springer show or something. And a woman will slap the hell out of a man, and they just push her to the other side of the stage. A man slapped the hell out the woman. They damn near about to press charges on him. I understand yeah. that some some men may be stronger than women, but I worked in the club for about six years, breaking up fights. And I want to tell y'all that the worst fights ever with the strongest people, this hardest to break up are always the women fight. They're not hard to break up because women got boobs and little dresses. Women what fight the like, Lord. they fight like women gladiators. They, they, they yes, they fight like gladiators. They have nothing on the men. Most of the time when a man, you step in between two dudes fighting, they break up. They be like, okay, it's cool, it's cool, we done. Women, on the other hand, they go for blood. Like, they go for blood. Even if you break it up before they're about to fight, they'll play it off. They'll walk to the other side of the club. But they'll slowly make their way back around, and it's going down. talking to a woman. Like, I've always had the whole mentality where it didn't matter if I was on the club. Like, my mentality, and even talking to other women, I already know that a woman's mentality is going to be like, even if you're a man, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to do whatever I can. You may whoop my ass, but I'm going to get some licks in. And at the same time, I'm still going to go hard and I'm not going to go down without a fight. So when it comes to you dealing with other women, you still got that same mentality. So especially, you see that adrenaline rush and you ain't thinking about nothing. You're going to go for blood, like literally. And that's what I'm saying. So when it comes to hits, I don't want people to, to negate the fact and be like, ah, well, it's a woman, so she don't hit hard. Bullshit. Women heart, hit hard as fuck. Women uh, hit hard and women look for weapons. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> and, and, and with a woman, not only do they look for weapons, they create weapons out of anything that's around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, Listen, let me tell you. I got into a fight, and I'm not proud of it at all, but I'm just going to let you know where a mentality is for a woman. Sound like you're kind of proud, though. I'm, I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, so, you know, when I was younger, you know, me and my sister, we we are eight years apart. And it was one of those things where there were a lot of things like most kids don't understand when you have a younger sibling and you are able to do for yourself. Your, your parent is going to tend to that younger sibling to make sure that that younger sibling is OK because they don't have the opportunity. They don't have the ability to do like you do. So. It would be one of those things where my sister would always, you know, tell her friends, oh, you know, my mom babies, my sister, she does this, she does that. Not realizing when I went around, my mom did the same thing for you. So her friends would always talk shit about me, always say kind of, you know, just dirty things. And it got to the point where I was fed up with it. Like I'm talking about they would tease me, push me, all kind of stuff. And I let all of that shit overcome it to the point where I ended up getting into a fight with one of her friends. And like, literally I started imagining things about this chick to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to hurt the shit out of this girl. I'm I'm kicking her in her stomach, knocking her in her head. (laughs) Like this chick was 22 y'all. 
and I'm fucking 13 being this girl ass. It took three people to pull me off of her, three adults. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's just to the point where a lot of times when you when you mess with somebody, like I said, they used to tease me. So you never really know. Even like, you know, working in the call center and people will be like, always, oh, you got to be mindful when people call in. You never know what they're dealing with. But at the same time, that person on the end of the phone need to be mindful of what that person that you talk to and how you talking crazy is dealing with. Because you don't ever know what you're going to get. Right. I feel you. I feel you. So I just feel like yeah, we at a point now that you know we it's a lot of uh, women rights and w- uh, women liberation and things like that. And and I salute the women, you know what I'm saying, do your thing. But I do feel like it's a big double standard on men. Like for instance, you know, when I talk to women about cheating, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I talk to them about cheating, and it's always like when a man cheat, it's because he a dog. He just a cheater. He ain't no good. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's just what a man is. But when a woman cheat, she never take her responsibility for cheating. When she cheat, it's because a man pushed her to cheat. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that that's a popular <sighs> little thing. You know what I'm saying? That like women don't take accountability for their fault. It's a double standard when it comes it to that as well. It is a double standard. And that's just like we had a conversation before and I was telling you, a lot of times you will accuse the other person of doing something that they weren't doing to the point where it's like, okay, well, if you tell me over and over again, this is what I'm doing, then I'm going to do it. But do you feel that's a cop-out? I don't feel like it's a cop-out, but at the same time, you also have to look at it like this. If a man, or even a woman, because, you know, a lot of men do this. If a man is consistently being confused, and tell me if I'm wrong, if you're, you know, being accused of being cheating, you know, being a cheater and stuff, at the same time, that's going to push you to the point where you're not going to feel the same way. She's not feeling the same way about you. You know, things aren't the same. Y'all not having sex as usual. Not, y'all not doing all the other stuff. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, she accusing me of this person. It's making me, uh, you know, kind of curious about this person. You start looking at that person where you're taking a little more of an interest in that person. And eventually, it's like, damn, you know, let me see what, what this person got going on. Maybe she on the same or maybe he on the same. Let me see exactly what's going on. And I feel that I, I feel that, but I do definitely feel like that women lack the accountability act. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't stay accountable for it. Like if you be like you cheated, well, I wouldn't have did it if you ain't pushed me that way. Which it's it's your fault. Like it ain't you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have did it if you if you gave me more time, more attention. It's your fault that I wouldn't have cheated on you. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's where the double standard come in. I mean, but that's with everybody. Though. That's with both. That's with the same. Each sex does that. But it's to the point where a woman will be quicker to forgive than a man. A man is like, okay, my ego was hurt. Fuck you, bitch. I'm moving on. That's how it should be, though, shouldn't it? If a woman, if a woman is willing to give that nigga a chance, then that motherfucker should be willing to give her a chance. If somebody cheat on you, listen. So you saying it's okay for? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that it's okay. That I'm not saying at all that it's okay. What I'm saying is a man can fuck up, but a woman is so in love with you to the point where it's like, okay, you know, we have our faults. Neither one of us are perfect. Let's work on this. Let's see if this is where we need to be. Whereas a man, oh, bitch, you cheated. Fuck you. Fuck. I don't give a fuck what you got to say. I ain't trying to hear it. That's real. Because you got to look at it like this. You gotta... so, but if a woman, that's what I'm saying. If a woman is willing to give you a chance, you can't give her the same fucking. No. Yeah, it's different. It's different because how is it different? It is different because it is. You the che- cheating is cheating. You're a cheater regardless. You are, but we're talking about the aftermath of cheating. The, the cheating that come, the what comes no, no, after? No, 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 no. And I, I hate to cut you off. 
But the reason why I'm cutting you off is because that's almost like the double standard where if a nigga go out and do whatever the fuck he want to do, everybody, oh, he's just being a man, this and this and that. But if a woman go do that shit, she's a fucking hoe. A nigga hoe too. A man is a hoe too. A woman is a hoe too, but the majority of society won't even fucking fuck with that term when it comes to a man. Now you call a nigga a hoe? You call a man a hoe? I call a nigga a hoe, bitch. All that shit. But what I think think of it like this, though, we, we know it's men that when a woman go, when a man cheat, he cheating because it's an activity. You know what I'm saying? Cheating is like going to hoop. A woman <laughs> cheat, a woman cheat because there's a lack thereof. There's some revenge there. There's some emotional ties there. You know what I'm saying? It's something more than just I just want to get my rocks off and come back home. It's something more. It's an explanation. It's an explanation of it's an explanation of feeling behind a, a woman's cheating act. A man, on the other hand, would go to a chick and be like, "I just want to tap that ass." I don't, you know what I'm saying? I love my I love my woman. I want to I'm going back home listen, with her. Don't try to break it up. I love my family. This is just some no. Listen, listen. Typically, generally, yes. But I have had, and this is the reason why I say this. You have a lot of women who are also fed up with the way that men have treated them. Okay. I've had male friends tell me, like, man, when we first met you, you know, you were really attractive, blase, blase. We were into you, but like you have nigga tendencies. You have women who have the same thing. I can sit and tell a nigga, like, I'm not trying to fuck with you like that. We can just be friends and do whatever, you know, do whatever we do and be done. It's nothing more than that. I believe it. And it's just one of those things. It's just, I feel like it's all about perception of how people I perceive believe certain that. things. But where I interject that is when you were a man, regardless of how nigga your tendencies are, when you were a man that you care about and you want to make it work with and you're into and you're in love with him, you're not going to jeopardize that fucking around with another nigga just because you want to be a nigga. You want to have nigga-like ways. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. thing is that you're going to go hard. Mm-mm. I won't. I, I, I did some fucked up, you know, fucked up shit in my past. Let me just put that but out this, there. this is my thing. I mean, all of us in there fucked up shit in our past, but I feel, like, I feel like I feel like that with women, most women, when it's a man that they see a future with, that they see the possibility with, when they see a lifestyle with, they're going to go ahead and do what's right by that man and another man can't sway them. Another man can't sway them? Another can't another man can't do nothing. I can't even if if a nigga if I feel like this is somebody that I can build up a future with, I can create with. There's nothing that's going to put me in a position that I'm going to be like I'm gonna fuck over this nigga. I'm gonna cheat him. None of that shit. If a nigga cheats on me and I'm feeling like that about him, oh nigga, we about to fuck. But that, that's I'm my fight your ass. But see, that's my point. But I'm gonna be gone. But see, that's my point. My point is that women cheat out of an act. Like if you were a guy. It's one thing if you're single and you just want to be out here on some dog shit and you're single. That's one thing. I'm talking about when you were the guy that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you're not going to jeopardize that just to get some some dick on the side. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to do that. But if you happen to do that, it's because lack thereof in your relationship, revenge in your relationship, somebody you're going to feel that somebody pushed you into it. Some kind of way you're going to feel... It's, it's some kind of replacement of emotion that'll make you do that on a guy that you want to spend the rest of your life with. So, and, and and you, in some aspects, yes, you are correct. But I know me personally, if if I feel like we can't create a bond and you can't be just genuinely into just me, you're not fucking around with me, none of that stuff. If I feel like I have to do some type of vindictive shit in my mind because of other situations that I've seen, and shit that I've had to not only hear about, but even deal with myself, 
I'm not going to waste my time with you. I'm going to move on because it's going to be a never ending cycle. Once I'm a fucking cheater, always a cheater. And, and I get that. And that's what that's why I'm specifically saying what I'm saying, that most women who cheat, if it's on the man that they want to be with and they see the distance with him, they cheating because it's a lack of emotion or lack of something. And they replacing that. Men, on the other hand, can be with a woman he see the distance with and he just got that animal instinct to just pursue another woman sexually because he just got the urge. He just want to bust a nut. You know what I'm saying? He just want to have a sexual release. So he just going to go ahead and chase that, even though his heart can be at home all the time. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the difference is between, I feel, men and women. So I feel like when a man knows that his woman stepped out on him, why it damages his pride is because he knows that before she stepped out on him, he was her everything. This was her king. She she worshipped everything that he did. She looked up to him. She was into him. And he was on the pedestal. So in order for her to cheat on the guy that she's loving, he didn't got bumped off that pedestal. And so that means that somebody else is hanging I mean, along that pedestal. That pisses me off. Because it's like, at some point, so in, in, in that aspect, and I totally get what you're saying. But in my mind, it makes me feel like when a man feels like that, you you it's almost like he's looking like you deserve to be in this in this pedal so you deserve to be in this position but this woman that you claim that you love that you you're so into that she don't deserve to be that but she do see this the thing but the men, <sighs> men and, and this gonna sound double standard yeah because you cause I I'm about to this shit the way it's coming you're come out your mouth <laughs> but that's the thing a woman can remain on the pedestal and, and and again, let me go ahead and just give a side note. I don't believe in these activities. You know what I'm saying? So whatever I'm about to say does not reflect the interest of, of uh, <laughs> G-Mo the Great himself. Don't but, say G-Mo. But the, the thing, <laughs> women created monogamy. Where the fuck you pull that from? Just, I'm going to get deep with it. Please you know get like, deep with it because you just I believe, my mind for the night. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like women... If you look at if you look in all of history, if you look all the way through all the kings, all the tribes, all, all of this stuff, I feel like in, in history, man. If you look at history, if you look at any other mammal, uh, all, all animals, you know what I'm saying? They don't have a, a specific or a specific animal that they just uh, are intertwined with. Mm-hmm. You look at a, a dog. A dog doesn't just have a wife. The dog sleeps with multiple dogs. You know what I'm saying? If you look at apes. Or whatever they have multiple partners. If you look at the kings in the olden time, they had multiple wives. If you look at older tribes, uh, they had multiple concubines. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, I feel like in man, it's only a natural predatory instinct that a man is attracted to multiple women. They pursue multiple things. It's the hunt. I feel like that's what's in us, and that's what gets us in trouble. It's the natural hunt that is a testosterone. Thing that's this mixed up in me. I'm gonna take this deep for you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, taking it real. So this is a testosterone. <laughs> this is a testosterone thing where men are very active because of testosterone. You know what I'm saying? So when they see a multiple women, of course you're attracted to multiple women, and they may not be on the same level. I can love my woman to death, but it's a woman over here that looking real good that I just want to knock her off. I don't want to get to know her. I don't want to meet her family. I just want to knock her off, and then I want to go home. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, and, and, and when I say me, I'm not talking about me. I'm this is a hypothetical. You know what I'm saying? But you I'm know, just saying. I, but I've I never think, really thought about that. But but you it think makes of, sense. But it also pisses me off because at the same time, women have just like men have some estrogen in them. Women have some estrogen in them. I mean, some testosterone. Yeah. So let me get off on that testosterone. Let me get my rocks off. But see, and, but that's that's not normally what women do because, it, and it's not because they know. can't. It's not because they can't, because there is a tribe, I believe it's in, uh, I think it's in Eastern Asia, there is a tribe, it is a tribe where it's, one woman has multiple husbands. It, I researched it, so I'm just not pulling shit out the sky right now. But I just think with a man's testosterone and his levels in the history, we we known to be predatory when it comes to women, and I feel like that's what we have when but men when, become when, cheaters. That's what I'm saying. When did that start? Because it didn't start, and let's get this understood. Um, I don't follow a particular religion, but I do, you know, look into stuff here and there. I'm not the most religious person. But at the same time, I don't remember um, Adam having multiple wives. Like, I feel like Adam, in a sense, was portrayed to be a weak individual. And then you from pretty much from everything that extended from that, it was also, you know, based off of Eve being a rotten apple and her doing this and her doing that. Like, she did all the bad stuff. And that's when everything started to happen. So in my mind, it's like, okay. Like, where did we go wrong, honestly? Adam didn't have multiple concubines, but I feel like it was other figures in the Bible who did. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like that with that, I feel like that some woman in history was like, he hurt me because he's dating other wives. So you know what? I'm going to come up with this word called a cheater. Because <laughs> this is what it is. Women women got, um, got multiple names for men. To make men Wait a to uh-uh. make no, let me finish. They got multiple names for men that make men feel this. bad about themselves. But know? at the same time, men also have a lot of words and things that they use against women to make women feel bad. Like what? Not only are we bitches, we're hoes, we're sluts, we're whores. They but y'all call yourself that. Listen, that's just something that started within this new two thousand <laughs> generation. But that's even just like. You up here laughing, but I'm dead serious. That's just like for years, we were called niggers, all kind of shit. But you have people like, oh, all right, nigga, what's up, this and that. That's, they're making themselves feel comfortable with the word. It's not okay for other people to say that. Just like with a woman, I'd be like, oh, yeah, bitch, all right, da, 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 da. But let a man be like, bitch, I'm ready to fucking tee off on your ass. It's almost kind of like the same mentality. Which is crazy because if, if you let a, a gay man can call y'all a bitch. Because he, he thinks cool. he's a bitch. You know, and it, but it's cool. Because he thinks he's a bitch. That's just like. If but you but just at, like personally, I don't like if, if I may, you know what I'm saying? We having a, a good conversation and debate back and forth. I'm not a big fan of women calling me and niggas. I, I hate when I go on Facebook and it's like niggas don't do this and niggas ain't shit and niggas ain't that and what are real niggas at? I keep getting played by these men and stuff. Niggas ain't and shit. That's, that's and to almost me, like a cultural thing. To me, man, fuck that. that. I don't you, like you, that. You say fuck that, but it's true. That's just like we accept calling each other niggas when for years the word nigger has been used to degrade us. I mean, and I, a lot get, of people I get. I don't even know the real meaning of it. I get that, but I'm just saying. To me, you, you get women out here who. I feel like I feel like women are getting confused that there's a difference between a man and a nigger. You know and what I'm I saying? So like when, when you out here get confused in the difference between a bitch, a whore, a slut, and an actual real woman. And see, I can't even speak on that because I don't know no I don't know no men that, that refer to women like that. And I'm oh, just I'm and I'm just I've, I've 
can't I'm not being I'm not it's not I'm like not trying to take up that or anything, but because I used to hang with dudes, like I, I see that shit all the time. And it'd be to the point where I would tell somebody, like, listen, you have a daughter. Don't refer to her mother in that aspect because at the same time, her mother is a reflection of her and vice versa. You wouldn't want nobody to refer to your daughter as that, so don't refer to her mother as such. So uh, like I said, like at all the men I know, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't Maybe that's just not my group of friends or a group of colleagues. I don't know. I don't know black men who refer to women in that manner. I don't. And I'm not trying to be funny and just try to curve this conversation, but I don't know. So like when I hear women out there and I see that, I don't take offense to it, but it is offending that just like you don't want us to call y'all bitches, don't don't call no man no nigga. Now men, most of these men out here are stupid. And it's probably going to fly over their head when you call them a nigga. They probably don't see nothing wrong with it. But I just feel like that you got to look at the fact of if you really want a nigga, then you got to be okay with a nigga who cheat on you, a nigga who do you dirty, a nigga who just put his hands on you. Just somebody who got nigga tendencies. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, you got to be ready for that. But you can't, when he, when he, when he dogging you out like a nigga, you can't turn around and be like, me and ain't nothing. Don't put us in the same I mean, category. But at the same time, it's one of those things where you also have to look at somebody's level of intelligence and their mentality because it's one of those things where you can have somebody who's like, you know, I don't want nobody who's a nerd. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want somebody who, you know, somebody who's going to protect me, blase, blase. But at the same time, the person who's going to protect you is probably going to be that nigga who's going to grab a gun, who's going to go out, fucking knock over a fucking liquor store, do all kind of shit. But when your ass get 40, and 50, and you close to retirement, and you want to buy houses, that nigga that probably nigga ain't going to take you there. He's not going to be the one. He's not going to take you there. And, and, who, women, and the person who should have took you there was that nerd, that nice exactly, guy, that that's dude. That's what I'm saying. And that's why a lot of women have to open their minds, because the person who you are literally overlooking could be the person who can give you everything that you need. And even same thing with a man. It could be to the point where you want somebody who's going to cook, who's going to strip on a pole for you in the bedroom, do all kind of crazy stuff, but it may not be that woman who's going to provide you the stability that you need. Hey, but I know some nerds that'll get down on the pole. Get out of here. (laughs) 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 So I think think with with men and women, it it do need to be like... uh, you have to be Again, more open-minded, especially when you and, and there just need to be a, a, a level of, of consistent respect between each other to, to put it down there to understand that look, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's quit calling each other niggas and bitches. Like the shit did, oh man. My God. It makes me so mad. Um, I try my hardest and I'm not perfect. I try my hardest not to call somebody a nigga, but it pisses me off when, you know, you have other people like, oh, you nigger, you you're this, you're that. But I literally took the time out, you know, I did Who my said research. That? They said, whoever said that to you had a had a hard R on no, that. No, one. no, 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 no. They've never said it to me personally. Uh, but you I was know, like, man, one, somebody whoever said that meant it. They had a a strong R on the end of that one. <laughs> It's one of those things where, you know, my mom, she wasn't from St. Louis. She grew up in, in Jefferson County. So that was something that my mom always presented to me. Like, you know, it's going to be that that person that's going to take you there. It's going to be that person who's not going to respect you. That's doing, going to try to degrade you by saying this word. So coming across people who, even when I was in fifth grade, like, you know, you never expect somebody to say that in Bristol. Have a, a little boy tell you, oh, you, you're, you're a nigger. You're this, you're that. Blah, 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 blah. And then even to experience a point where somebody literally tried to run you and your family off the road at an age of eight. So being the fact that my mom grew up with a lot of this heavily in the town that she was in, I'm I'm a little bit more 
I'm, I, I would say that I'm a little bit more um, exposed to it than what some people may be. And at the same time, it's to the point where, you know, I'm doing my research about it. And I'm seeing people, you know, use this word often. And, you know, a lot of people, it's just to the point where they're using it because there was something they were, that they learned. But at the same time, when I go do the research, the word nigger means ignorance. I know for damn sure there's nothing ignorant about me. The whole time I was in school, I studied. I did everything I needed to do. I was, I was on the honor roll. Even when my friends would struggle, it was to the point where I'm like, let me do whatever I can to uplift you. So when people use those type of words or even when I'm talking to coworkers and they're like, oh, you know, they got mad about their premium, this, this, and that. They call me a nigger. Ain't no way you could have been on the phone with me, baby, because I would have took your ass to fucking jail and back just by the words. And it's just like, I don't know, but maybe it's just the growth in me as a man. Now, now on the racial thing, we're talking about a whole different subject. We got racial where it's, some, where it's coming from somebody who's not of uh, black origin. But when it comes from a woman, to me, I feel like. And it's just me personally. Some men probably okay with it, but to me personally, that that's such a form of looking down upon me. Yeah, you validate you know that shit. And so to me, I, right. I don't care for a woman to use that when she's referring to a man. And then you can't be upset when, like I said, when somebody acting with nigger tendencies, and you can't be upset and, and punish all men for that because that's what you was looking for. But at the same time, and just like you said, punishing all men. But at the same time, when you're a person that's broken, whether you're a man or a woman, and you haven't actually resolved the issues that you you dealt with, not only with your maybe your childhood, but even other previous relationships. And you take that into the next relationship, you making not only yourself suffer, but you making the next person suffer for your your past dealings that you had going on. I just feel like on the whole, in that area, black people just need to do better. Period. You know what I'm saying, and and it can and it can black people, people in general, because people hurt just like the next. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say black folks, and why I say that is because that was put upon us is something terrible. We don't we didn't have to embrace that, and at this point in 2018, you still don't have to go to a man and say that you're looking for a real nigger. You know what I'm saying? Like you you should want better. You should want better as a woman. More so, people in general, because you got people like uh, catch me outside, girl trying to glorify the negative sides of another race, like, they think it's okay when they do it, but when... See, and that's, a, that's another show for me to rip into <laughs> white people ass. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm just going to stick with these black folks because that's a whole other show that I'm... A, I, and that show will get addressed of cultural appropriation, but I'm, I'm going to just stick to the women. I'm just saying, just just to our women, you want us to validate you and treat you as a queen? You start treating, treat us like kings. Let's do this shit evenly I mean, well, even and together. That, you also have to realize a lot of people, they imitate what they experience. That's and cool, but you got to break they, it. They, they try to break it, and some people, they don't know how. I can't get them, I can't get them no pass. I can't. You can't give them no pass, and neither can I, because me and you both know that it's possible, but at the same time, you always have that one person that's going to create and that's going to always fall back on that's excuses. Just, that's cool, but I can't give it's you not, no. It's not cool. It's just I can't give you no pass. I can't. I can't give you no pass. Do better. That's my word. Do better. You know what I'm saying? I wish you could see this on video so you could see me jump at the microphone when I say do better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, like we got to stop making excuses. Like, I most mean, of and us. And if you if you different. over if you over 25 years of age, you need a, a foot to the ass if you're still doing ignorant shit. Now this it's I a mean, time to grow up. Things, we even had a conversation and it's not even just dealing with the relationships type things you know i had a a ex who was always like you know i can't do this i can't do that i got a a record i got this i got that and because he felt like oh you grew up in st louis county 
you have a better life than what I had. I may have had some things that may have been better, but at the same time, I still had my struggles. I seen what my daddy's friends went through. I seen a lot of stuff and I knew I didn't want that for myself. So I disassociated myself with a lot of people. And it's one of those things where if you are consistently putting yourself in the mix, you can't disassociate yourself, then you're going to continue to fall victim of a lot of shit. And you're going to feel like you can't get out because you're not trying to. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, you dating a guy from uh, St. Louis City and you being from St. Louis County. Let me <laughs> ask you another question. Go ahead. What do you feel about this? Should an individual date if you're broke or if you're going through some struggling? I feel like so. Like I said, you know, I dated somebody who I believed in. I knew that his potential, but I needed him to see his potential. I'm not going to say because one person is broke and they have more than the next person that you shouldn't date. But at the same time, it should be a level of understanding between the two that, yeah, we're going to date. I may be in this position. You may be in that position. But whatever we do as a couple is to better not only oneself, but to better this, you know, us as a couple so that we can move forward. If you have one person who just can't see the bigger picture that's not willing to go hard, no matter what trials and tribulations they may come to pass to them. It's just not going to work. Okay. Let me answer that. You know what I'm saying? I like your PC version. Well, let me get right into that. Uh, the answer is no. Uh, I don't feel like that. If you, I feel like if you're an individual and you're struggling and you broke, but yet you are trying to date, your fucking priorities are wrong. You know what I'm saying? To me personally, if you if your money bad, your situation is bad, your number one priority should should be focusing on how to correct those things. I, I feel mean, like that. Even with that, my, my thing is that as a man, especially when our when our presumed title is to be a provider protector, my thing is don't bring no woman into that situation just yet. Because right now you should be on your grind, focusing on whatever it's gonna take to make you a better prospect for being a man. I mean and, and I, I totally agree with as far as like in some people's situations when they feel like, okay, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna date, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It's the expectation of oh I gotta take you on, I gotta do this, I gotta buy you this, I gotta buy you that. It's not always that. In some situations, you may just like, and uh, I hated the way it played out in the movie Acrimony, but it's one of those things where, like, oh, girl, she had a position that she was in. She knew the potential that this man had. And even though he didn't have much, she still gave him an opportunity to put him to the point where he needed to be. And at the same time, it's like, you know, she wasn't expecting him to take her out on dates, do this, do that, none of that shit. She never expected it, but she knew what she had to offer and she knew what this man with the potential that he could be. And she stood there by him. It's not always about, oh, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got folks and that shit. It could be the point we're not even dating. But at the same time, it could be the point that we end up falling in love and we end up being together. It's not now, never. I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? And I get that from the woman who is well off perspective. But I feel like as a man, if you know you don't have nothing to offer, don't fuck no woman life up. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Even, even and, at the same time, if you're not even as a woman, if you feel like you don't have nothing to offer, you don't, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, get yourself together. But at the same time, if you're working towards something and there's potential in that, wh why not? You should finish. I think, and and I, and I can only speak on this from a man because let's say again, I feel like the title of this show gonna be double standards because I feel like even in this situation, it's a double standard. A man, a man with money. It's okay for him to, to date a woman who not who don't have money because 
he's supposed to take care of. I mean, just by society standards. I'm not saying that that's cool or it should be that way. But by society standards, he's supposed to take care of the dates. He's supposed to make sure she's good. But on the other hand, if a woman do that for, the, for a man, she looked at it stupid. Because why are you taking care of a man? And I feel I like... I feel like that's almost like a mentality of the person that you're dealing with. Because at the same time... I, I feel like that's man, society standard. And and that's stupid. That's just like that. Even just like when they say men ain't supposed to cry, men feel feel things just like women feel. I agree. So that should never be looked at that way. It's one of those things. It don't matter what everybody else thinks. We ain't gotta share what we doing in in the whole relationship that we doing. If I'm taking care of a bill, you taking care of a bill. That's our business. Nobody else's business. But at the same time, I feel like if you can't accept me at my worst, just like if I can't accept him at his worst. Then neither one of us deserve each other at our best. And see, my thing is, it, I don't think it's about somebody accepting you at your worst. I feel like it's, it's about. I, do, I feel like it's about. Diverse. I feel like it's about you as a person knowing that you're at your worst and you need to do something to fix it. Yeah, you know personally that you're at your worst and you need to fix it. But at the same time, just think about the little boy who went to school one day. He had a crush on this girl, but at the same time, she was looking like, "Oh, you ain't got nothing to offer." She's going after the job. But when you get your money, you on top, you doing this, you doing that. All of a sudden, she want to holler at you because now you got you got yourself together. That's not right. It's not right. But let, I mean, let's let's go back to society standards. It's what it is that women are supposed to look after men who can. I mean, they supposed to go after men who can take care of them. Now, this is my thing when it comes to that. Society doesn't follow the Bible. Society doesn't move in what it says in the Bible. So at the same time, we've had to adapt in a lot of situations. So I'm not saying that a woman should, you know, pretty much, you know, take control or do anything of that, nothing of that sort. But a woman should be supportive, even if at the same time, considering the fact as black people, we have a lot of fatherless homes, and, you know, young boys who are, you know, right, pretty much growing up without that male figure to learn from that male figure. So at the same time, your woman is your backbone. She's there to help you along the way, even though you may be there, to, you know, pretty much to support her financially. At the same time, she's still helping you to grow. I mean, my thing is, like I said, this like it, it ain't about do the woman accept you for being broke. It's about the man accepting himself at being broke. And my thing is that as a man, whether it's for your woman, whether it's for going out and kicking it, whether it's for hanging out, whether it's for taking trips, if your finances aren't correct and you can do better to make your finances be better, I feel like that that should be your first priority. Once you get that under control, then you can go out and enjoy yourself. You can go out, you can date, you can go out. Because I just figured out since being in Dallas, maybe the last year or two, you know what I'm saying? That you got to actually look at the fact that dating, if you want to if you want to be a successful dater, dating is a bill. Dating is a bill. It costs uh, whether you, you don't got, it don't got to be the most expensive. Tag me in, coach. Okay. Well, one second. Oh, uh, so, so, <laughs> like it's, a, it's an expensive bill. You, you, you're going to go on dates. You're going to wine and dine. You're going to treat, you know what I'm saying? A, a lady like a lady. So you definitely, you know, it's a bill. So my thing is if you're not prepared to face that bill, So this is my thing. You mentioned traveling. You mentioned doing all these things. But that kind of takes me back to when you said when I was telling you, like, if you can't accept me at my worst, you can't take me at my best. So when I go into a relationship. Yeah, I like to travel. I love doing it. 
that's something that has always been something that I want to do. But at the same time, I know that I got to build with this man. If we're not in a position where we can not only stack our money and take care of our bills and do all this other stuff and put me, put not only me, but both of us, our family in a position where we're good, then we don't deserve to go on trips to do this and do that. If we're not financially sound and we can't come to a conclusion where we can work to build on this together, even if you are the sole provider, if I can't sit at home and make sure that I'm bringing in the money and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I can't make sure everything's good with the household in general on my part as a woman, then we don't deserve that until we both can come to a conclusion that we can I, get I that. think we're attacking this at two different angles. I don't think we're on the same page with what, what you we're mean? saying. This, this is what I'm saying. You, 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 you Nick, you, as an individual, your your finances are fucked up. You don't have no money. Your money is not fucked up. You got you in debt. You got plenty of bills. You know what I'm saying? You got a, a, a game plan of when you'll be out of debt. You know what I'm saying? And right now ain't the time. You need to work harder. You need to make more money. Whatever it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. A man approaches you like, uh, like I'm interested. I want to date you. Mm-hmm. Would you as a person be like, yeah, I'm down to date? Or would you be like, Right now, that, that's not on my plate. I need to focus on me. So me, as a this person that I am, I'm going to continue to focus on me. But if I feel like it's potential to still build, then I'm going to consider. See, and, and see me, the person I am, if, if I'm single and I'm fucked up, I'm driven to fix my problems before. And I feel like that's just me. I don't want to bring my problems when, when, when you bring in something to the table for a relationship, I don't want to have a bag full of my problems that I'm bringing to the table. I'm not against us building. I understand meeting people where they at and building together. But I want to be able to be in a position that I can have something to bring to the table. And if I feel that I don't have nothing to bring, I feel like the dating shouldn't be a priority of mine. I mean, well, at the same time, I can respect that. You know, uh-huh. I always look at myself as a, as a gym. You know, just you know, diamond in the rough. So, you know, I I'm always have stuff to bring to the table. And I'm the type of person, me and personally, like, I've always, and this is one of the things that even my elders, like, they used to come down on me hard before they passed. Like, I feel like as a child, if my parents couldn't provide nothing for me, if they couldn't give me something, and I'm not saying that my parents were broken, nothing like that, they had good jobs. But it was one of those things that if I couldn't go to my parents easily and get it from them, then I'm going to bust my ass to get it. And it would be to the point where I could even be like on my last. I'm not going to ask a friend, family member, nobody for that help. And it would be to the point where because my family on my mom's side, especially, they're so tight knit and they're always wanting to see the next person succeed. They're like, oh, why didn't you come to me? Why did you tell me you needed this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And it's like. I need to get that for myself. But at the same time, because I know I'm going to go hard, I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm never going to become a burden on my husband, even though he may get upset. Oh, why didn't you tell me you needed this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? I'm going to do what I need to do as a woman to make sure that I'm okay. I don't want to fuck with his ego. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I'm needy or anything. That's just me. So at the same time, yeah, he may have his whole outlook on what he wants to bring to the table and what he's willing to do as a man. But at the same time, I'm always going to make but sure I'm, I'm spe- good. I'm speaking more pre-relationship, more pre-relationship. I, I feel mean, like because I feel like I feel like if you're in a relationship, I feel like if you're in a relationship and you already started with a person, then, of course, you're not going to back out of a relationship and be like, nah, I need to focus on me. If you're in it with a person and then you fall on bad times when you're with a person. 
then y'all gonna fight through that. That's a difference. Yeah, you're I'm gonna just fight saying. through that, but at the same time, me as a person in general, I'm never gonna let nobody see my weakness. That's that's just me. So at the same time, if I feel like there's a potential in me to deal with this person, regardless of whatever I'm going through, I know I'm gonna be straight. We're gonna be good regardless of whatever I'm going through, but I'm not gonna let that, that shine. And it may be selfish, it may not be You grow out of it. I mean, at the same time, that's just how I feel. And I've always been that type you, of person. You'll you grow out of it. it it's, it's about finding a person that you're comfortable with to let your guard down. You you might think you'll never let it down, but you'll find a person that'll make you feel comfortable enough. That's, that that love, is, like, that love even, is strong enough that you'll be like, you that, know what? I can relax. Even with that, even when it came to my dad, like... I was going through some shit and my dad asked me, he was like, you know, he's just quizzing me because he's just, in his mind, it's just like, it's something more. And I'm telling him more stuff and I'm opening up to him. He was like, damn, you know, like you never came to me. None of this shit. This is shit that I've been dealing with for years. And it's to the point where it's not like, I don't feel like I need to necessarily let my guard down. But at the same time, I don't feel like I shouldn't be a burden on somebody else when I know I can take care of myself. And once you get with a person that loves you and, and they can show that, in full effect, and y'all can reciprocate that, you won't feel you're a burden. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel like that that's a person who's supportive of you and is going to be down with you, and, and it won't come off like, I'm a burden. I need to take care of myself. It's going to be like, babe, I'm having an issue. He should be able to spot it when you're having an issue, and y'all, y'all going to address it. And I mean, and, even, and that could be just a flaw that I've had because even it, with it probably, my ex, It just probably comes from being single a long ex, time or something. It would be to the point where, like, um, like even going to the, it's, I don't, for me personally, I don't feel like it's anything that has to do with being single because like I said, I've been like this even as a kid, like even my great aunts, my uncles, like they would literally like curse me out like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, we're your family. Like, but just me in general, like I had that mentality, like, and I don't know, maybe it was because, you know, the way things were perceived to me when I was younger, I was really close to, close to my great grandmother. My mother, Brazil perceived my great-grandmother to me as someone who was literally a go-getter. She didn't, you know, wait on nobody to get anything for her. And because we were so close, when she she passed, I was I was only in the fifth grade, and I took it hard. And it was a lot of things about my grandmother that I found out that it was, it made me go even harder. Like, in school, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's, it's going to be in the honor of my grandmother. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So when it came to me, mean things because I knew my grandmother – bust her ass not only to support her siblings but also to support her her you know her own kids i'm like you know that's gonna be me in, this, in the same sense so when i needed stuff I never told nobody like my account would go in the negative and i'm needing gas i'm gonna fill up my tank i'm not gonna ask the next person because it's my responsibility it's nobody else's that's just me i get what you're saying but i'm also telling you you grow out of it it's all about I'm not, listen i'm not gonna grow out of it <laughs>